Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. So something that I've been going through is, is um, understanding that three things happen naturally in an organization. That's confusion, friction, and underperformance. These are three things that happen naturally. And so everything else takes leadership. And a leader's job and responsibility is to solve problems and communicate expectations. If they don't do those things, then they pretty much spend their day managing all of the tension that those two things cause, right? The lack of problem solving and the lack of communicating expectations. So, you know, and with attention creates resistance. And so these are um, nine ways to handle re uh, resistance in your, in your organization if you want to create a positive change. So the first one is to understand and expect resistance right so anytime you're trying to create a positive change you got to expect that there's going to be a resistance because any motion causes friction and and um there's this law from john maxwell's 21 irrefutable laws of leadership called a law of navigation which means that anybody can steer a ship but it takes a leader to chart the course so it's really important for the leader to be able to as they're creating a plan for this positive change that part of the expectations on your own side is just have to be to expect a resistance right so the second uh, uh way to handle resistance is to remember this 20 50 30 rule okay so 20 percent of your people or your team are friendly to change right they are with you you have influence over them they'll do whatever you need 50 percent of your people sit on the fence right they go either way and 30% of your people are the resistors. One of your big jobs as a leader is keeping that 30% away from the 50%. And so if you give attention or more attention to the 30%, right, you're actually reinforcing the resistance. You're reinforcing uh, you know, the problems, right? So you don't wanna give them the bulk of your attention. So you don't want to make the attempt to get everybody, you know, committed, right? Or, you know, because it's not going to happen. You're not going to get everybody on the bus. You're not going to get everybody on the boat. It's just not going to happen. So you got to spend the bulk of your time with that top 20% of, of, of your people. Because uh, they're going to be the ones that are going to influence the next 50%. Number three is to explain the rationale for change. And this kind of came up in your dealing with difficult people conversation too. Is like, you got to explain the why, right? You got to be really clear on how, why, are, why are we doing this? Because remember, 84% of your people are process-oriented people. So they think how and why, OK? 
Okay. So typically resistance is rooted in a lack of truly understanding why we're doing it and where we're going. All right. So you're going to Number one, expect resistance. Two, understand the 20, 50, 30 rule. And three, explain, be able to communicate clearly the rationale for change. Uh, number four is to provide a clear target. Get really clear about what would success look like. And number five is take care of the me issues. And this, anytime that you present change right or a new target or a new initiative the first thing that anybody thinks about is how is this going to impact me that's all really people care about right they only really care about how it's going to impact them um this change so you need to address those you know typically one-on-one -on -one situations number six is to seek opportunities uh, to involve your people so this is important when you really know and understand the strengths and the talents and, and, um, and the perspectives of others, you can involve them in the process. Because when you involve them, it does three things. It makes people, uh, people feel important. You're going to get new ideas are going to surface, you know, new and probably better ideas. And then everybody will be an owner of the change. Now that top 20%, like, you know, you've, they've they're bought in like they're part of the change process now and it's so important as you're doing this to actually help them visualize themselves in the future of the organization right you, you, you know you want to paint them in the picture and so it's really important you know as we talked about rapport a little bit last month that there's this other law from the 21 laws of, of leadership. It's called a law of connection. And John says, before you can reach for the hand, you have to reach for the heart. So it's really important to take the time to understand what other people value, what concerns that they may have, right? And really build that rapport. And when you build that rapport and you have the relationship, you have the influence and it's able to move you know, uh, people forward. And so you've got to be a leader to the people. And so that means you got to lean in and you got to go first. They're not going to come to you. Like if you think about a train that's, you know, backing into its cars, like the cars don't find the engine, <laughs> you know, the engine goes back to the cars and you've, you've got to be willing to lean in and, you know, back up and, and go back for them. Uh, people won't feel helpless and vulnerable, right? When they're part of the process. And uh, people will have to struggle with the tough issues of change. And it's just, it's just really, really important, right? That you know that they're going to, you know, uh, struggle with some of the new part. And that's growth, right? You're constantly talking to them about growth. Now, so that's all the, the good news. But the bad news is that when you involve others, it, it takes more time, right? The process is going to be slower. You know, decisions could be diluted, right? Because you're not maybe always getting to the best, you know, strategy if you don't have a team that um, works at that level. Number seven is uh, you can <laughs> promise problems. <laughs> Tell them that there's going to be problems with, with what, you know, we are about to encounter, right? Um, don't just promise solutions. Uh, and the realism of change is that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, but it's important for, you know, people like a I've realized with this current school that I'm, you know, responsible for that I'm in charge of, 
we have not built in time for them to practice new strategies. They're just, we're just saying, hey, do this, but we're not practicing it, right? And, you know, practice doesn't make perfect. It, it makes permanent. The more I practice something, the better I'm going to get. So if we're just, you know, going into a classroom and talking to a teacher about their classroom management, right, and say, do this, uh, we need to, you know, take the time and step back and say, hey, let's practice this, right? Or let me model it for you and you practice it. We can practice with other adults. So it's important, no matter what, what you're working towards, that build time in for practice as you're trying to improve, because you're not going to, you can't coast to success. You can only coast basically to failure, um, right? Um, and don't be, don't think that all all people like change because even leaders don't always like change, right? If you, you, you work in a district, I can guarantee you some of the leaders in the organization don't like change. And, but, you know, typically why leaders don't like change is they're not in charge of it, right? They don't have any control. So when leaders don't have a control, they don't always like, you know, change. Okay. Uh, so, so don't, don't just think that leaders change for the sake of change. Um, it's, it's, it, it should be clear of what, what we're changing and what's the new, you know, target that we're trying, um, you know, to get to. Number eight is over-communicate. And you cannot over-communicate, <laughs> right? You cannot communicate enough when you're going through change and transition. And when people question the change, remind them with logic. And when people complain about change, show them the benefits of the change. And when people uh, begin to lose heart, you got to offer words of encouragement. Right? And again, I'll just kind of use the school as an example. It's just, I feel that's all I do all day long. Just words of encouragement, words of encouragement, words of encouragement. And I, because I realized that they were in a transition for some time and they weren't getting any words of encouragement. So even just the littlest things, right? But then I need to constantly step it up. I can't just say, good job. I have to say, hey, I, I see you working hard when you do, <laughs> right? Or I, I see you trying to implement this, um, you know, pieces, right? Uh, you know, people need to know that you're paying attention. Because here's what happens. When times get tough, uh, people tend to go back to what's comfortable. So as you're trying to implement change and trying to get teachers to try new practices, they will do those new practices up to the point where it gets hard or they see the first sign of resistance. If anybody's, you know, played, you know, sports, you may have, you know, done this. If you self-taught yourself how to play golf or swim or, you know, you know, do anything that really, you know, uh, requires a certain skill. And then you went to a coach or a trainer or you took lessons and they taught you the right way to do it. You may find yourself, you know, falling back into comfort when it's times are tough, right? And you're like, nope, I got to make sure I execute. And then you go back to what's comfortable. Okay. So just be conscious of that. And so when you're seeing teachers or employees fall back on old ways, it could be because they're starting to feel the stress of not seeing success. And that's when it's really important to make sure that you offer them words of encouragement. Uh, number nine is to wear your commitment on your sleeve. Uh, a lot of resistance dies once the people realize that change is a done deal. Like, this is where we're going. So you can have ceremonies. I've had ceremonies for all sorts of um, 
of uh, 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 what was it called? Sacred cows, right? We've done lots of different things. We've written notes. We've lit them on fire. We've put them in laundry baskets. We've done the, you know, Maria Kondo hugged them and said, thank you for what you've done for us, but you are now gone, right? And, um, but so, you know, commitment is important. You're not trying to get to consensus. You're trying to get to commitment uh, when you're uh, creating change. Uh, 10 is uh, develop a reward system to uh, support the change. So make sure you reward the people that are helping you make that change happen. Um, get, the re get the resistance out in the open. Sometimes you got to address the elephant in the room. And especially with younger generations, our uh, uh, Gen Z, uh, you know, a generation and our millennial generation, like they feel the need to address, you know, they want to talk about, um, you know, the elephant in the room. And make sure you people have the training that is needed and just be sure to get started. Uh, resistors rely on a strategy of delay and procrastination. So the universe likes speed, the universe likes action. Um, so just, just get going. And, you know, be sure that when you're creating your team that you're, that you're creating a team, you know, uh, based upon a team that completes each other, not a team that competes, right? So this is good with your disk, you know, profiles one way, or you you can look at experiences and all sorts of other, you know, strategies to, you know, to get different perspectives at the table. It's really important. There's a big difference between diversity and inclusion at the table. You know, you could create a diverse team, but if no one has a voice, then it's not really inclusion. It's just diversity around the table, not inclusive voices. So that's my teaching. Hopefully it uh, added a little bit more, you know, value to the lesson that you already put into play. Any, any thoughts or questions? Tom, can you repeat number four? Sure. Number four is provide a clear target. Oh, okay. All right. So what would, what would success look like 90 days from now, 60 days from now, 30 days. Sometimes it's just one day, you know, um, with the school I'm in charge of, you know, sometimes we have a lot of people out of state. We're going to take this one hour at a time, you know, next thing you know, it's two, two, you know, two 30. I'm like, Hey, we're rocking and rolling. You know, you know, you know, there's only an hour left. Let's let's get everybody out of here safe. <laughs> hey leaders. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Just one quick question for you. Do you have a personal plan for growth? Do you have an intentional plan that will help you get from here, your current reality, to there, whatever and wherever you see yourself, 90 days, six months, or one year from today? If not, I'm going to encourage you to go to our store. You can go to our website at lbleaders.com, click on the button at the very top, and take advantage of our holiday sale going on right now where every digital, online, and um, on-demand leadership development program is 50% off. Just use the promo code HOLIDAY50, that's HOLIDAY50, uh, in the coupon box and take 50% off. Now, there might be a reduction in the cost, right? But the investment is gonna be huge. So take advantage right now, go to our webpage store, lbleaders.com, click on the button, use promo code HOLIDAY50, and join one of our online leadership programs. You'll get group coaching, live coaching, online lessons, worksheets, workbooks, everything you need to move your goals from here to there. Happy holidays, everybody.